0: Hello, that's us. Hey, Marco. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you for joining. And I'll start with an apology for the the delay in this uh, live stream. Not the two minute delay, rather the what one month delay <laughs> um, yeah. due to the, the relatively last minute cancellation my side due to an extended illness. But all good. Um, so thank yeah, you. But
1: much. this this is the first uh, live of the year, right?
0: Exactly. So by right. default it's going to be the best one of the year so far.
1: (laughs) We set the bar.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Fantastic. Um, But no, thanks for um, the reschedule. I know it's last minute, so um, much appreciated. Uh, It sounds a bit maybe redundant in this chat, but would you like to introduce yourself for the one person in the Power BI community who might not know you? I don't know.
1: Of course. Uh, You know, there is always new people. And by the way, nobody maybe... If you if you never use dax maybe that you didn't see my name in some article if you use dax unfortunately you probably have seen some article <laughs> i wrote or some video i don't know
0: or maybe they uh, just know you as, the, as one of the italian guys maybe that as well right yeah <laughs> exactly so
1: alberto ferrari and i run SecretBI.com, where you can find content about dax and tabular modeling uh, data modeling for power bi analysis services we have been doing this for many years, since the beginning of the first release of PowerPivot when the DAX language was introduced in the Microsoft ecosystem. And now we're here talking about DAX, data modeling, and fun stuff for people <laughs> who work with the, you know, analyzing data, creating semantic models, and so on.
0: Trying to help people like me who DAX sometimes makes cry a little bit, kind of yeah. r- relieve that uh, stress and educate us on the best ways to use certain things um so yeah cool um obviously as we said you're you're very well known and you do a lot of dax stuff which we'll touch on for sure yeah. um a bit about you know, you as 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 a person just out such a little bit of the outside the the power bi world maybe like so first of all is it okay to ask where in the world you're located is that uh...
1: so uh, i mean uh... <laughs> After the pandemic is much easier because since 2019, I was traveling uh, almost six, seven months over the year. Mm -hmm. Actually, probably in 2019, I reached like four months in Italy and eight months around the world up to a point that I realized that I was too close to the 180 days in the United States, which will bring someone to pay taxes in the United States, even though you're already paying the taxes in another country. So no that way. would be a boundary that you should not know. <laughs> Especially if you, I mean, if you live in the United States, it's fine. But if you have mm. to pay the state the, the taxes in the United States while you live mm. technically in another state, and then, yeah, it's, uh, it's wow. complicated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but now, I mean, during the pandemic, I stayed in Italy. Luckily, mm. last year in 2022, we started to travel again. Mm. in australia in the united states northern europe uk several times and cool. i would not say that probably we will never come back to what we did until 2019 mm. but in this new normal uh people can travel again and mm. people mm. don't work in office anymore like they worked before even mm. though that raises a number of questions about how the organization of the work would be in the future, especially for the younger people that mm-hmm. don't get the same level of, you know, informal mm-hmm. training in and in workplace, but that's yeah. a, another discussion. for another It's, day.
0: It's, a, it's still a very interesting discussion, but I mean, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I give power BI trainings within my, my company, mm-hmm. um, not so much Dax, I mean a little bit, but it's like, normally just go watch these videos, um, I I don't mind doing Power BI trainings online. Um, there's certainly a benefit to doing those. I think in person. Do you? Uh, do you? First of all, do you offer both? And if so, which do you prefer? Like, would to to train?
1: We <laughs> we uh, we anticipate so many things, but not just SQL BI. I mean, in, in general, I I work remotely offline hmm. for forever. I mean, since I, I don't know when, uh, actually last time I had a technically I had an office was in too many years ago. I better not to say, and <laughs> the, the funny thing is that we were so used the secret BI. We were so used working remotely that when hmm. the pandemic hit, of course, there was a complete change about the business. We didn't change the way we were used to work. Actually, nothing changed for us, and mm. we just have seen the the world around us, adapting the same mm. tools and techniques that we already had. Uh, at the point that now that people don't want to go to an office anymore, uh, mm. I, I felt the need to get an office. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean that it's, yeah. it's a long conversation about that. But the idea is that I clearly. Being forced to stay in an office for whatever work you Mm. have to do is probably not productive. Mm. Um, Meeting online with other people could be not productive as a real meeting, but Mm. the um, planned conversation that happens in a meeting, usually outside of the meeting, before and after, are something that has been completely removed with the online experience. That's a fair point. and, and, And that in the short term increases the productivity in the long term nobody knows but yeah. there is some side effect that actually lower the the, the you know mm. creating new ideas or putting elements together you you especially in companies you may realize oh you are doing this i'm doing that we could do mm. this together mm. it's not happening anymore and so it's uh, much more hierarchical now, if you think about it, so
2: uh,
1: yeah it's, okay it's complex I mean it's complex. it is I...
0: but it it's a good po- uh, there's a little bit of echo I actually think by the way, um, but it's a good point, and it makes me if I can draw a comparison a little bit, maybe in a strange way, before we go live when we do this chat or when I do the chat every week, but also yeah. just now, just us we were having a nice conversation. It was very flowing, very fluid and stuff. Yep. And I find myself, as soon as I go live, I become a little bit more formal. I don't want to, I wish I didn't, but I kind of tighten up a little bit, you know? And it's, you had that same effect, as you just said, to a, to a degree in a meeting. Yep. If you're kind of hanging around outside, the meeting hasn't started yet. It's kind of a bit more like informal and stuff. But as soon as the meeting starts, it's like, okay, here is this rigid time where we discuss things in a, in a in a different mm-hmm. way, so I've never actually heard anyone mention that, but it's actually a very valid point. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring up this comment by Mike. Not a question, just a comment. Saying yeah, working from home has allowed me to learn Power BI more than when I was uh, on premises, so in the office. Um, I can understand mean, that.
1: So uh, you will never, you will never see me as a supporter hmm. of nine to five, five days a week because that's a simply a nonsense. Yeah. The same time I don't I cannot think that working from home, I mean 100% working from home without any connection with other people that you work with um I I it's uh i i know companies like our company mm-hmm. we, we we since the beginning we were completely you know displaced yeah. in different places alberto lives 50 kilometers from where i live and we spend most of the time together at conferences around the world mm-hmm. but because we have
2: mm-hmm.
1: these meetings around the world we didn't feel the need to meet each other each other when we work on you know on regular job uh, researches mm-hmm. and articles and other things because we just you know, mm. chat online, Teams. Mm. But of course, during Teams, you, as you said, sometimes you have a two words outside of the topic of the conversation that you plan. But usually, as soon as you complete the, mm. the, the topic that we're discussed, you say, okay, now I had to go, I had to do this, mm. I had to do that, and done. Mm. When you travel or when you meet in, a, in an office, you, you go to lunch together or you mm. Uh, mm. wait for, a, for boarding a plane, you start a conversation. Um, mm. Sometimes discussing about, you know, mm. what do you watch on TV, Netflix. Exactly. On, yeah. Other times, mm. also something that is work-related. And mm. what I'm saying is that I didn't see, and this is a, especially a problem for the online conferences, I didn't see mm. the equivalent uh, can, that can replace these random conversations in an online mm. experience.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Mm. I didn't see that. I I have seen many different conferences. I have seen many different online Mm. meeting systems. Mm. But basically, this is uh, not replaced in any way. Because again, from a short-term point of view, it's a lack of productivity. Those conversations are time stolen on the work time. But at the same time, uh, the value that these conversations have in the long term is much bigger than what it seems. And so it's I'm not saying that this is the right thing to do. No, no, it's I understand. The yeah. I'm just saying I didn't see uh, well, what is going to replace that. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. That, that's,
0: uh... the, the metaverse. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I didn't see that. I mean, why this should be different? Because, right. uh, for example, it's SQL bits. Two years ago Mm sequel beats used an online platform was very interesting they had this uh simulation of a a sponsor exhibition hall where you Mm -hmm. could move your avatar it was 2d but basically Mm -hmm. you could move yourself and and you were able to listen a conversation between two people that were close each other so Mm -hmm. this was the closest simulation of the of the of the of the the real world but While it was technically possible to, you know, uh, intercept another conversation and uh, I I didn't see that, I I didn't think that this worked well to In other conference. I'd never seen this again. So probably it was not so.
0: I I would never really be a massive advocate for the, the metaverse. It's probably the first technology that's made me feel a little bit old. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I like nor want that. Um, so I'm probably be wrong, but it's at the moment it's something where I, I, I use the, the metaverse as more as a punchline than anything, to be honest. Though it's an interesting concept for sure. Um, but yeah, I can see your, your brain working, <laughs> it's uh,
1: it's, a, it's a solution in search for a problem.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I get it. yeah. We...
1: It's... We like the idea of mm. the
2: metaverse,
1: mm. uh, but then when you think, okay, now I have it. What do you mm. do? What do I do? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: <laughs>
1: nobody knows. I mean, <laughs> that's that's a problem.
0: I'll tell you what. What I'm thinking right now is that mm. what I love about these live chats. Is really never known the direction they're going to take and if someone yeah. told me that 15 <clears throat> minutes in we'd be sitting here talking about the metaverse I would have said that makes no sense but yet here we are you know which yeah. <laughs> which I which <are> very <laughs> enjoy but so Johnny posted a Dax question yeah. but before, yeah. I bring, before I bring it up I'll bring up what we were talking about in our uh, before we went live and yeah. you were talking about your um the way you answer questions and what people
2: yeah
0: Expecting a, a a short answer and, and getting a long answer, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, yeah, this we we're talking about this the way you someone will ask a question, just like an, like an off the, t- the cuff question. Yeah. But when you ask someone who really really knows, sometimes that short answer turns into a long answer. So, which I find, and I, I get that myself as well. Someone will like call me on Teams and they'll have yeah. like a really, um, oh, it wasn't Dax, whatever, and um, they'll get like a really um, just a very brief question. And they're expecting a brief answer, but I'll go into this quite, it'll be an answer. That answer might turn into a rant as well. That's also very possible. And um, there you go. So we'll see. Anyway, I'll bring the question up. But it wasn't about DAX, but it's a question anyway. Interested to get Marco's opinion on the metrics layer. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, I misread it. Is this people getting excited about something we've already done for 20 odd years?
1: Okay, so first of all, this is very important. I have a problem uh, with the with the with the time because I can count up to three years ago. So mm-hmm. whenever it is more than three years ago, I say previously in the past. Sometimes mm. this happened. Okay, I I I see this uh, because of course you can you can understand I have a problem with the age. So mm. it's uh, you know I I always lie about my age. Those kind of <laughs> stuff. So, so once we you know establish that and not mentioning i mean i'm i'm part of the problem because i also didn't know that the metric layer existed so many years ago and but what happened is that those things that uh, the industry made actually more than 20 years ago it was in the 80s and in the 90s uh, mm. with other tools not with another with the micro tools um is something that some someone discovered now because uh if you remember we have seen oh we need to use uh, uh, SQL is old. we have to use NoSQL. Uh, well, but in order to get data from a NoSQL storage, uh, we need SQL. Oh, now that we are doing queries, uh, we also need another layer to understand all those tables that we put together, all mm. those files, all those stuff, data that we put together. We had to analyze that. We had to start this data in a more meaningful way. And once they establish this metric layer, actually, um, you know, a definition of the model that has just the tables and relationships oh you know what we need to define the business rules yeah. and as soon as you do that you discover that sql is not expressive enough to describe a business rule that can be applied in a report changing the filter as you want and then you discover that you need a language and here we are <laughs> we had at least i remember at least three different languages i have seen so far that try to solve this problem without using SQL. Mm. MDX, click, uh, click as a prop- proprietary language to do that, okay. and X. Uh, mm. If there is something else, probably I don't know, but the idea is that all these languages exist because uh, if you try to express the same concept in SQL, you discover that it, the SQL syntax by itself uh, doesn't allow you to specify how the formulas should work once you change uh, uh, the shape of the report once you add um, another grouping level Mm -hmm. once you want to see the data with a filter and so on so and when you have relationships this creates a number of uh, problems that have to be solved Um, i think that the one of the first tools that created this uh, semantic model was business object with the concept of the universe and maybe it was not the first one but it was one of the biggest uh, uh the largest adopted tools for doing this okay. and actually is one of the, or the first i used uh in another life I, because clearly i cannot be the same person that anyway no. No, so but, <laughs> but but the, the the thing is that the issue with the with the with business object was that because you had to use sql to express the 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 metric, you were in trouble, and the, the workaround was to create views in SQL that solved mm. the problem that you weren't able to solve with by using the tool itself, creating a number of views on top of the data. So it was it, it was not very flexible. And by the way, it only created reports that were not so interactive. Mm. So now that i think many people started to oh we had to go there and we they, they completely mm. ignore the history of what happened before mm. at the point that they also ignore that someone already described the um um the dimensional modeling mm. which is uh something that works i mean it survived mm. years and years of selection mm. Um, many other methodology have been proposed and disappeared in the meantime. Mm. And just because something is new, it doesn't necessarily have to be better. I mean, it, it, it could be an attempt, but, the, but then you have to face the, the, the issues. And, mm. and, and when I see the, uh, you know, the use of modern, just because something is new,
2: mm.
1: well, modern doesn't mean <laughs> smart. It could be stupid. So I must to be careful. So modern is good when actually it introduces something that solves a problem in a better sure. way. Yeah. But just because it's new mm. doesn't mean that it works better.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so I don't know why this is happening. Uh, I think that one of the issues that I consistently have seen across many generations of software and I'm not talking just about the BI but in general also programming languages and and development framework people are always constantly excited about a product that can solve their process problem business mm-hmm.
2: problem you yeah. have
1: a pro, you have a you have a job to do right mm. you have a job to do you have for example you have to do this boring task of uh, classifying your products. Mm. Then someone says, oh, you know what? I have uh, an algorithm that will analyze your products and will generate the categories that you have to sell with different mm. you know, clustering technique or whatever. Mm. Oh, nice, fine. Mm. So you, you run the product and you discover that, well, now you have 20 categories.
2: Mm.
1: And you don't know the name of those categories, mm-hmm. and you don't know why those categories exist, and you are back to the problem number one. So you <laughs> you have to do your job. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. It, I like it, it. It, this is just an example, but mm-hmm. how many times you have seen exactly the same problem? So someone says, "Oh, I can I can save your you know your time,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: mm-hmm. an algorithm or or, or you know." Mm-hmm. You can get 100 people. So if the problem was a problem of the amount of time you need, okay, you mm. can split the time across many, many people. We Everybody today understand mm. that one year of uh, developer work to code a program cannot be split into mm. one month having 12 developers just for the same reason that because mm. you need nine months to produce a baby, you cannot... Accelerate that into one month having nine mothers. It doesn't work this way. Okay, so <laughs> the same thing uh, can be applied to the software, and the same yeah. thing can be applied to many other business processes. So mm. yeah. sometimes, of course, there could be solution, there could be improvement, there could be acceleration, there could be a, a number of things, but it doesn't happen all the days. And every product doesn't do this automatically. It depends. Mm. Mm.
0: Um, so Interesting. I like it.
1: Um, that's uh, that's just <laughs> no. It's
0: it's it's a very good answer. I en- I enjoyed it very much. Um, just the people who are writing the the comments yep. and questions. I'm trying my best to, to remember them all. I'll, okay. I probably won't get them all because I'm not very good at it, but I will try my best. I'll bring up one. It's a much lighter question by um, by BI. What's your favorite DAX measure that you no longer use and why? There you go. That's an interesting one. <laughs> so the DAX measure that you no longer use. It's interesting no idea if you know
1: I mean I'm thinking because the question is about the Dax measure so a Dax measure is something that you write
0: so okay that maybe you, the maybe the Dax function or whatever that you I know mean if, if, that's a good point actually yeah
1: I mean if you say I I, I mean I think that reading the the author, I think that this is intentional. So, okay, the DAX measure is something that I've wrote in the past. So at a given day, I probably wrote a formula to calculate something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I uh, I no longer use it because probably it has been replaced by by something else,
0: or because of wow. tablet editor, for example.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't have a. a I don't have a. a yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have uh, techniques that I no longer use, but a single expression mm. or a single pattern or a single measure, um, I don't think so. Maybe there is something about the way we were used to... Yeah, when we didn't have concatenate X, probably we had to do some stranger weird things mm. to, to, to to get the values that have, that existed in a, mm. in a list, but... Uh, I, I don't um, think that
0: um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to jump on to, to Bernard's question there you go yep. very very um on on form for Bernard who is more pro pro calculations group Alberto or Marco
1: I I think that we are pretty much aligned on this okay, uh, okay. The, the 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 we have no differences calculation groups are a wonderful uh, unfinished feature from Microsoft for DAX unfinished mm. because uh, there are a couple of missing features that undermine the usability of uh, the calculation groups. Mm. Calculation groups are one, will be wonderful once you have the default member that can mm-hmm. define in the model. And this could have a value even before that feature is supported by the Power BI user interface. But of mm. course, it would be better if it was supported by the UI so that if you apply a slicer, over the calculation group, you see the default member selected by default. Because mm. if you implement this in the model but not in the UI, the UI will not be aware that the default member should be selected by default if no selection is made. So it's and
0: interesting. The like
1: second it. one is that the, um, the performance. The performance is not ideal. Uh, we have, I wrote a few things. Mm. Uh, before before completing the first the the second edition of the mastering of the definite guide to DAX mm-hmm. um, in order to test the calculation groups I I created a project that compared uh, we call this a reclassification um pattern so mm-hmm. basically you have a pn a pn profit and loss you know balance sheet something like that you have these accounts and you want to a reorganize, rearrange them, uh, grouping, mm-hmm. a plan calculation. You, you, the generic description of this pattern is called reclassification of the mm-hmm. balance. Okay. Now, uh, DAX is not good to do that. Uh, MDX is way better. Okay. But okay. let's say that you say, okay, I don't care. I want to solve the problem in DAX. Mm-hmm. You have to write a lot of DAX code, and the problem can be solved. It's absolutely horrible what you produce in terms of code and maintenance, but it works. Okay. Now with the calculation groups, the same thing can be implemented in a much better way, splitting the code, making it more maintainable, but it is way slower. Even though even after all the optimizations mm. have been made, it is way slower than the code written the bad way. So we never published any of those two patterns because basically it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. If you have that problem, try to not solve it in in DAX. And every single time, last time this afternoon, every single time I have seen an implementation of this pattern. Why did I see the implementation of the pattern? Performance issues. Mm. And we know that there are performance issues, and we know why, and we know what is necessary to solve it, but Mm. this has to be done in the engine. Mm. Without that work, problem is not solved. Now, calculation groups could be a step to solve this problem but it is missing a part to to solve the problem completely Uh, i'm not saying that calculation groups are useless because of course they they are very useful but for example they are not useful too much from my point of view for the time intelligence time intelligence is much better implemented using uh code generation so you generate the code for all the measures it just works better Uh, No performance issues, uh, more flexibility, no compatibility with any client, uh, I mean, it just
2: works.
1: (laughs) You just have to generate the code automatically. Bravo for Bravo BI does that, but even though you don't use it, I have seen the solution implemented by other people with other techniques, uh, it just works. I I have seen people doing this by using a store procedure in SQL, generating the code in DAX, and then pushing the DAX code into analysis services. No matter the way you use it, it just works. Hmm. calculation groups don't provide you a clear advantage besides saving you time to Mm. write a code Mm. but actually as a model author your job is to empower business users not to save your time so at the end of the day if the final goal is to empower user uh, we use the technique that works better for them and calculation groups are not complete to solve the problems that we would like to solve if they solve this problem basically you solve a lot of other problems that mm. i can
0: imagine but that's really interesting i've got to say you said before that you give long-winded answers but i don't care because i'm really enjoying <laughs> i'm enjoying every single one of your answers very much it's really interesting i didn't expect that answer but it was very interesting so yeah. <laughs> thank you for that um so I guess the answer to the original question, therefore, would be Alberto is more of an advocate of, of calculation groups. yeah oh, I do.
1: Yeah, but Alberto, had, maybe he starts from another perspective. But uh, on the calculation groups, we, 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 we actually think that the same. Mm. We are very aligned
0: this. Very aligned. Um, so this next one from uh, Spill Graphics, uh, Marco. I, I'm very bad with names. I, I apologize. who Graphics, the name is there. Um, so the question. Which has I have a follow my own follow-up question. Would you do a sit down to debate and discuss with Greg Deckler on the topic of calculate and measure totals? I, I think we did. To- I mean, I,
1: I okay. think we we didn't do this in a physical way, but we did it in um, uh, in a virtual way. Yeah. Um, uh, first and most important, I, I think that. Uh, it's good to have this conversation also in public because uh, mm. there are people like greg that are really convinced about that and of course i have a completely different position so mm. Uh, uh, mm. but doesn't mean that I, I i understand the reason why people who come from that background have this uh, uh idea mm but basically we disagree so we we and we wrote an article and produced a video to explain why we think that it is uh because at the end of the day you are creating so power bi and analysis services uh provide a a reporting tool that where where you can define a semantic model that everybody can use in any condition Mm. now Mm the behavior of every measure should be predictable and guaranteed to work in a consistent way in a predictable way in any report this is the you know the foundation i understand that for a single specific report you might want to obtain something different but that calculation should be a calculation at the report level it cannot be a, a calculation at the, at the um, model level today power bi doesn't have a calculation at the report level whenever you create a formula in excel you always create a calculation at the report level Mm. so the the distance is this so in excel you always work at the report level in power bi you always work at the model level Mm. now there are cases where you want to work at the model level in excel well you can if you create a model in power pivot there are cases where you want to create a calculation at the report level in power bi today you cannot you cannot with the standard power bi there are tools in forever for example which provides a custom visual yeah. that within the numbers displayed in the visu- in the visualization you can describe your own calculation your own formula you can do whatever you want for that specific report hmm. i hope that one day Power BI would have the same feature,
2: yeah.
1: And we made a, a idea on. We published an article describing this idea, published on uh, ideas.powerbi.com, where okay. we said it would be nice to have visual-level calculations in uh, in uh, in Power BI, mm. Mm. which is exactly the the idea of oh I I want to get whatever is the number here. I want to sum them,
2: yeah. no
1: matter what. Yeah. Okay. But it should be a visual level calculation. The day Microsoft implements this, from my point of view, problem solved. But again, I, I'm convinced that changing the behavior of Power BI for this mm. request will completely break the, the 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 foundation of Power BI. So it's it's not possible.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Interesting. It's a um. I, I mean, when I see Greg make these posts, I think I. I mean it's one of the things that I remember being confused by when I started using Power BI. I have to, I can't I can't deny that. I was thinking why mm-hmm. does this not and then someone explained it to me and then I didn't understand and then explained it to me again and then I probably started <laughs> to understand and then maybe a third time I got it. Um but I I I do see where that where people see that as a, as a challenge and I do see why it can be confusing and frustrating to have that but as you say changing it is a no small task, and it's um, yeah. There's a there's a there's a reason. So yeah. as long as you as long as you know the reason, and I remember when you um um SQL BI released this video, I think it was actually um, <laughs> Johnny Winter posted it or something else. Hey, let's have a look at that, and it was very helpful to explain it to, to really to break it down yeah. in, in that way. So yes, you haven't you haven't done like a a live head to head, but that would be a really good idea for a live chat, a live head to head, someone versus not versus but together with. Um, Greg Greg Decker to to talk about this issue it could be interesting. One day we'll see. One day, someone uh, posted a link to the uh, visual. In visual calculations are also available in whatever is clicked on that link. There,
1: uh, it's another probably another uh, another another custom visual because I, I yeah. see the link. The link is, about, I don't see where where it is pointing. But yeah.
0: I won't click on it because I, I tried to click on the link there before and it completely broke the, yeah. the, the live session. <laughs> and, it, and it was very do that, worrying. Do don't no, don't do no, no. Maybe later. Um, okay. And another question. So if you were the CEO of a fictitious company called Power BI, would you, <laughs> would you spree shop DAX Studio, tablet editor, and other third-party tools to integrate them to Power BI's native tools? That's a, that's a question for you there. Uh <laughs> So
1: uh, let me rephrase the question because otherwise uh, it's hard to so if I was the the CEO of Power BI in uh, 2015 uh-huh. which was uh, James Phillips and I remember uh, a meeting we had with James Phillips uh, Power BI was uh, in beta so basically it was not even public and uh, uh i was in israel probably i think i don't remember or the meeting was in Israel. i don't remember so anyway so we had this meeting and we said the you know james was mm-hmm. collecting feedback and and the feedback we provided was uh, look you are creating this uh, format pbx but in order to accelerate the migration of the existing on-premises uh, proprietary solutions, think about yeah. all the accounting software that exists in the world. Providing an an, S, an SDK an API to interact directly with this PBX format and to generate the PBX format as part of the export. So instead of exporting to Excel, you could export to Power BI. Not just the data, but also the model and the formulas. That's that that will accelerate by one order of magnitude the adoption of Power BI. Mm. And then, of course, it, 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 that will be free. We understand the problem, but uh, one day, if they would want to share this with other people, and they will use Power BI the service, so they will mm. pay you money. So they didn't want to do that. I think because clearly they didn't do that. Um the w- w- still today the PBX format is not documented. So it's yeah. not open. Okay. You can technically, if you create a PBX file, even though it works, it is not supported. So there is no way to create a commercial software that generates a PBX file. No way in a supported way. So this is a mm-hmm. Something that stops any large investment by a company that would like to produce, uh, you know, a software. Which keeps hands-free for tools that are not don't have to be, you know, Mm. let's say Supported at the level that a commercial software should be. Mm. Um, So if PBA tools generate the PBX file it's fine. As long as it works, everybody happy. If it doesn't work, sorry. But you didn't spend a, a dime, so who cares? So mm-hmm. that, that, that works. Uh, and I understand it's not ideal, but the thing is that I would have changed this since the beginning. So and now I move to the question if i was new to the to the world of power bi and someone asked me today after i analyzed the 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 the, the, the market and, and and you asked me this uh, the obvious answer is yes but the real answer is uh, i'm not sure because if 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 who? What is the problem to solve here, right? Th- think about this. You are CEO of Power BI. Okay. Now there are a few users that said, Ah, this tool should not be uh, a tool I have to download. It should be in Power BI. Okay. So wait a minute. W- w- what's the issue? C- can you work with Power BI? Yes, but this tool must be in proprietary. Okay. So. What is the cost of the tool? Oh, most of these tools are free, but my organization doesn't support open source software. Sorry, I mean, so from the point of view, so because the conversation at this point should be, wait a minute, you are the customer, I'm the, the vendor, right? Okay, so you are the customer and you are asking me, the vendor, to include in my software a software that is otherwise free in order to do that i have to buy the software money uh, adopt, you know incorporate the software under the 2000 policies that you have in a multi multinational corporation like microsoft think about accessibility translations and all the other stuff then i, ha- I should create the documentation according to my standards and all of this should be done using my staff which means that either I reduce the development of new features, or I um, um, enlarge the team, and so mm. increase the cost. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: Now I ha- there is always a b- lesson. Important lesson: there is always a bigger fish. You are the CEO of Power BI. You have some manager on top, mm. and also Satya. Satya has share, st- um, shareholders. Mm -hmm. And has the market and has there is always a bigger fish. Okay, there is always a bigger fish.
2: Yeah.
1: What do you do? I mean, do you want to so question? Okay, you spend ten dollar per user per month. Are you okay to spend 12? No. Okay, so deal. Do we have a deal? (laughs) Again, the problem is at the beginning of the story. If you create Mm. the conditions. For the ecosystem to be economically sustainable this wouldn't have happened because this didn't happen now we are in a situation where there are free tools there are commercial tools and the free tools uh, have to be guaranteed to be sustainable because what happens if tomorrow duck studio disappear mm-hmm. and and i give you the answer this time as a uh, one of the owners of SQL BI. This is not going to happen because we we consider DAX Studio fundamental for the prosecution of the uh, for the business continuity continuity of SQL BI. Because if we don't have the studio, I don't know how to show <laughs> how to optimize the code, how to write a query, and so on. I don't have a reliable and and and, and productive tool to do that. And so we are sponsors of DAX Studio for this reason, Hmm. because it is our direct interest to do that. Hmm. Uh, You might like it or not. I'm not saying that this is uh, the ideal world, but this is the world where we live. So Tabular Editor has another approach. There is a free version. There is a commercial version. You can live Hmm. with the free version, because actually it has all the features. But if you want to be more productive, you have to spend some money. I think that there are other tools, other services with the same, but actually this happens in every industry. So, uh, for example, how many decades did we wait for a tool to have uh, code formatted in a SQL Server Management Studio? And I don't remember, maybe that is still not there. I think, I, I'm not sure, does SSMS have a sql format i don't remember maybe no but definitely maybe, yeah. the wrong person with me <laughs> i mean there, there, there are many many examples in other mm. in other tools in other industries so the the, mm. the request it makes I mean, i'm saying it's legit to ask the question as a mm. from a customer point of view i think that the anomaly is that there are organizations that cannot use the software because it is free mm. that that, this is embarrassing in a way because uh, the same organization you you go to another uh, room in the same floor Mm -hmm. and they use uh, visual studio code Mm. and they say oh but because it is microsoft did you read the license
2: Mm.
1: no but it is produced by did Mm -hmm. you read the license no please read the license you will find that Microsoft does support Visual Studio Code. Huh. I mean, it mm. it but, but but it's open source.
2: Yeah.
1: They contribute to Visual Studio Code. They will do all what they can to support Visual Studio Code.
2: Mm.
1: But the thing is that the maximum damage that you can ask Microsoft to be refunded for a problem created by Visual Studio Code is $1. And really? I, yeah read the license please it's interesting the funny thing is that when i have seen this i i thought there should be a good reason why the lawyer wrote one dollar instead of zero because probably there is a law i i I have no idea but there should be a reason why by providing an amount that is not zero they Mm. they are you know better covered against i don't know a class action or something like that I, i have no idea But this is funny, because at the end of the day, it's just a question of perception. Mm. If you perceive that the software is uh, supported, even though it is not, Mm. it's good. If you perceive that the software is not supported, even though from a practical point of view, it is, because if you have a problem with DAX Studio and you write in the right place on GitHub, usually, Mm. in a matter of days, you have the solution.
2: Mm.
0: So so.
1: I don't know. I can
0: only say from a really basic um, perspective, I used to work for a company, and they were, of course, very, very restrictive of what you could install. There was a pre-approved programs. I mean, one of these companies where you have to, you know, wait six months for the latest Power BI, Power BI, Power BI update. Sorry. So then to also install, you know, um, the third-party tools, that uh, to enhance becomes. Can,
1: can, I have a question, a simple question. Please. Can you open a, a web page on a browser?
0: Right now, or
1: no, no, in this company, this does this company allow yeah. you to open a web page in a browser, or is mm-hmm. it forbidden? You cannot use the browser.
0: You can use a browser. Show sure, you. Yeah.
1: So when you open a browser and you open a page, you can get in a page such amount of. <laughs> Bad code. That mm. it's incredible that you are worried about the the the, the code just because of the code is running. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, f- from my perception. This is yet another time. People who try to solve with a low mm. uh, uh, a business process problem. Right. The mm. business process problem is how can I select the software we can reliably use in our company and so the solution is oh, it has to be certified by Microsoft or it has to be this and that so there should be a label that make me make me safe right to be to be honest it doesn't work this way because first of all what is the asset you're going to protect I can tell you that you will never find uh, a military organization that allow you to open a browser on internet full stop period Mm -hmm. if you do that you have a virtual machine where there is a browser that cannot interact with anything outside of the window and you cannot even copy and paste that is the level of you want security this is what you have to do Mm -hmm. otherwise we're just uh, playing a game where everybody can try to cover their ass sorry for the
2: but uh, but the,
1: but to be honest there is no i mean if if you if you do a, um you know if you do your job if uh, there is nothing safer than open source software there is only one problem you have to open the code and make sure that it is it is safe but you can when you get a proprietary software you rely on the fact that you can sue the other company in case of a damage So basically you transfer the liability of the problem, but you are not solving the problem. For this reason, there is a difference between a a commercial company. They only want to be sure that if they have a damage, an economical damage, they can sue someone and get the money Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. That is the mindset of a commercial company. If you have a real issue of security, you say, no, no, this has to work. I, I, I cannot compromise this information then you don't care about who is liable or not. And at that point, as I said, you have to do the job. So you have to either analyze the code or or otherwise don't accept. If uh, an organization wants the maximum security, they will say, OK, I buy your software. Then you do this. You provide me the code. I have a number of people that will review the code. And once they sign the code, I will install that version and no updates from you because this is the only thing that I can consider safe. You want security, this is the world where you ha- have to live. Yeah. And everything is uh, more expensive if you live mm. in that world. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I, so I don't know. I, I tend to, to see the, the, the thing from a practical way. I, I completely understand the politics, that mm. the in big organization, but at the same time, I know mm. that they are not effective. And the day that they, you want to demonstrate that they are completely failing their goals. Mm. it's enough to do okay let me show you the cost of what you're doing and the benefits Mm. you produce for the company let's talk with the cfo and let's see if you are doing a good job for the company or not probably Mm. the answer is no
0: yeah i wish i could talk more openly about the company and and the charges that were that were um assigned to to power behind stuff unfortunately i can't don't want to get into trouble but it was a a nightmare no problem um do you have time for one more question is that okay because i said 45 minutes but a bit over so
1: yeah, 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 no problem, no problem.
0: You're very kind. So uh, here we go. DAX can be hard. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe you don't. Uh, what is the smallest thing Microsoft can do to make it better?
1: Stop saying it's hard. <laughs>
0: okay, interesting. Yeah, Okay.
1: I mean I, I I shouldn't add much, but you get the point.
2: Mm.
1: How can you promote a language if you say that it is hard?
2: Mm.
1: I mean C is hard. Mm. Mm. Nobody thought for a single second, ah, oh, we should make it easier, otherwise people will not use C that's not Mm. the point okay uh, we can discuss okay but you can use other languages in other cases true true i understand that so Mm. possibly if you don't need the complexity of dax like i said for Mm. a visual calculation you can have a subset of the information of of, sorry of the operation and and a simpler way to see things but i think that it's a very short term uh, view Mm. because at the end of the day What is the problem you want to solve? Hmm. If you want to solve the problem of the user that wants to sum five lines and see the total with the sum, no matter what is there, okay, good. I understand that. And again, the visual Hmm. calculation solves the problem. But if you have to create a measure in a semantic model, unfortunately, we have, so far, a very small number of languages that try to solve the problem. Mm. And the bad news, DAX is the easiest one. Mm. So if you consider DAX is hard, I have a bad news. The alternatives <laughs> are worst. Yeah. So far, is the easiest one. Now, can it be easier? Yes. But there is a problem. We have... Uh, I think 100 million users of Power BI, hundreds of thousands of companies. I, I don't. I'm not sure about the number, but it's. I think that Many. the projection is. So, for sure, there are hundreds of thousands of uh, companies using Power BI and millions of users of Power BI, sure. yeah. and so probably millions of reports out there mm. that work. Mm. So breaking changes are a big no. Which means that. Uh, If you invent a better DAX, you have to face the reality of the compatibility, which Mm. is a big issue. Mm. It's not easy. At the same time, I didn't see any proposal for a better DAX. Mm. I mean, again, you have to create a language or... Uh, another system it doesn't matter right mm-hmm. where you can write an expression that will work in any report besides the relationships involved the grouping involved the filters involved okay this is the 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 the, the business problem you have to solve DAX solved the issue with a brilliant idea which is the 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 context transition basically so for those of you that know dax so the context transition is hard to understand but actually introduces in the a, in, a, in a functional language the ability to have uh like iterators and, and 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 you know internal calculation in in a way to express it that is actually usable and sometimes intuitive. If you don't look at the code internally, but you just have a measure in an iterator, it just works. You know, you don't know what to, what is happening, but it just works. Mm. Of course, it is not the only way you can solve the problem. MDX is a clear example. MDX solves the same problem with a different approach. Mm. And People say, okay, but why we don't use MDX? Now, the funny thing is that MDX makes it much easier to do a few things that are very complicated in DAX. Mm -hmm. At the same time, what is very simple in DAX is extremely complicated, if not impossible, in MDX. Mm -hmm. And what is the balance? What is the trade-off? I had, unfortunately, for a very small number of scenarios, like... um, the balance for classification problem I mentioned before, MDX is much better. Whenever you have, you know, a bill of material problem or profit mm. and loss statement or something like that, MDX is way better. Especially when you have to do calculations across the hierarchy, MDX mm. is much easier to use, more intuitive and better.
2: Okay.
1: Whenever you have to do a calculation like, oh, now for each transaction, I want to apply this rule and then I want to aggregate this, in DAX mm. is two, three lines of code, In MDX is close to impossible.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: so mm. my experience is that actually DAX is easier to, d- mm. d- than MDX because the number of times you can solve a problem in an easier way with DAX compared to MDX is much bigger. Mm. Unfortunately, we don't have a perfect language that works well in all the situations, mm. and the price to pay for using mdx is also that you have to plan in advance all the calculation you want to do because you have to define the model i mean the the freedom you have in creating good and bad models in dax and in tabular is something that is absolutely uh, impossible in MDX. in mdx you have to design well period full stop there is no bad model there is only mm. the good model because the bad model cannot be created full stop which is a big you know, a very high bar because if you're not able to express your model with a star schema, game mm. over. You cannot even create a simple report. So,
0: yeah, I think the the um, the, the DAX is hard thing is very. It's something that I saw come. I think everyone saw like you know come from the community. DAX is hard. Like this 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 re- recurring if joke. I
1: was uh, if I was a Microsoft uh, person. Mm. Microsoft is, DAX is different. Mm, DAX different. is not. DAX is different. I like it. It's even it even sounds if, better. If it is different, it means that it is different from anything you have seen so far. From this point of view, you cannot simply say, "Oh, it's like this. It's like that." No, it's different. Mm. Once you accept the difference, mm. it's not that hard. Yeah,
0: but well, I very much. Sorry, please continue. I'm no, no, sorry. Sorry, I was. I very much look forward to the the the. Um, SQL BI video. DAX is different. That should be. A, <laughs> <isn't> it. <laughs> but actually, a nice title, uh, I think. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. We don't have exactly that video. You're right. You're right.
0: You got. You've got enough. I'm sure you you, you touch on it at some point in your um, quite a substantial backlog of videos for yeah. sure. Cool. Um. Yeah. I'll let's. See. Slowly, kind of uh, call it a day because it's. I, I apologize for going over the forty-five minutes. I actually always plan for forty-five minutes and it always goes over. Um, so no I problem, appreciate no you problem. all the questions. Uh, Dax is sexy. Learning is sexy. Dax is
1: sexy. Yeah, that that is uh, that is uh, absolutely. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. But probably yeah. is not the way. You know, Microsoft will never write this statement. So no. Dax is sure. different. Would be probably more acceptable in a. <laughs>
0: <laughs> most likely yeah i can't see that on a conference screen somewhere you know yeah. <laughs> fantastic so mate, um thank you so much uh for for joining marco it's much appreciated everyone in the chat with all the questions as ever um one second we got distracted by Carrie. i'm not sure if that's true or not but that um, that sounds like a really cool question that's is sexy would be a really cool t-shirt actually <laughs> t-shirt idea very cool
1: good idea good idea
0: um so thank you for all the comments including that last one Much appreciated. And um, for my side, it was very much worth the wait. I hope for everyone here it was worth the wait too. It was delayed by a month. And uh, yeah, I'll be back next Thursday, same time, most likely. Um, Marco, take care. I'll see you, speak to you soon, no doubt. And uh, yeah, goodbye, everyone. Thank you very
1: much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. uh, And have a good day, good night, whatever, wherever you are. Thank you. And enjoy Dax. (laughs) Of course, enjoy Dax.